0: Hey guys, what is going on? Welcome back to the Kingdom Core Podcast. I'm your host, Sean. I've got Chris here with me. Yo, yo. And I'm- we are back with our second ever news episode. Uh, we're really excited. We've got a lot to cover in a short amount of time. Yes. So with that, Chris, how you doing, man? I am doing well. How about you? I'm doing pretty well, man.
1: We've had some big life changes
0: this last week for both <laughs> For both? <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> oh, we don't no. have to go into those. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, one big change, though, is the End of Creation Festival. Yes. Talk about that. This is something very near and dear to your heart. I've never been to Creation Festival.
1: It's, it's the only Christian festival that I've ever been able to go to. Uh, granted, they canceled creation northwest back in 2018 that was kind of when the the western one ended and then they just purely moved to the eastern side which is uh supposed to be in pennsylvania shirleysburg but yeah the end of creation festival like the whole thing has been canceled it's been ended so essentially they announced the lineup it was supposed to happen on june 21st to 24th in shirleysburg pennsylvania um but it got canceled it ends a 44 year run
0: creation fest ran for 44 years yeah that's crazy did it always start as a christian fest i i like know nothing about it other than people saw metal bands there years ago
1: (laughs) yeah well that was where i got to see my first couple metal bands like i saw sleeping giant uh there was a bunch of tooth and nail bands because it was a sponsored tooth and nail stage they had like write this down icon for hire at the time like for a while i believe creation was kind of like the second biggest under cornerstone like okay gotcha but they focused more heavily on like ccm like got more it. popular. i figured stuff. okay but they did have uh, a fringe stage is what they fringe. called it with yeah, <laughs> rock music and metal is acts. so
0: fringe dude <laughs> yeah.
1: but this year some bands that we love uh they were set to play and then it got canceled but they had disciple dens american arson as Lions and Lambs, Ignescent and Brutality.
0: Dang, those are some pretty good names.
1: Yeah, those are like some of the rock artists. Um and then there was some big time like Christian rap artists. I think Switchfoot was slated to play, weren't they? They were set to headline the last night. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so they released a statement like literally two days or something after they announced the lineup and people started buying tickets.
0: Oh no. Uh, what? There, so this was
1: a big controversy what when that happened. <laughs> yeah, so they I guess maybe they announced the lineup and they were hoping to get a lot of people interested in purchasing tickets. Maybe. And they yeah. felt it out and I guess maybe there awesome wasn't belief. enough interest. So they released this, this statement on their uh, social media pages. It is with much prayer and consideration that the leadership of Creation Festival announced the end of the long standing multi day event historically held at Agape Farm in Shirley'sburg, Pennsylvania. This event, birthed from the Jesus movement, provided hope through the gospel to, uh, and music to millions of people over the past 44 years. Due to many factors, we as a leadership team have decided that this chapter in the Life of Creation Fest has come to a close. We are saddened but hopeful for what God has in store for what's next. They kind of go into some of the stats, like how many people essentially gave their hearts to the Lord at through this festival. Um,
0: Dang, 2.1 million people have 2.1 attended. 2.1 million attended. And cool.
1: I, I attended three times, 2010, 2011, 2017. And then they, they kind of go on to say all current ticket holders will receive a refund but uh, they end with as we draw the season to a close we ask you to join us in prayer as we look to launch a new vision for 2024 that will reach this next generation with the truth and hope of jesus thank you for partnering with us in ministry for these past many years we are excited to dream about the festival what the festival will look like for the next generation um so it sounds like they are planning on Continuing it in some capacity, but I guess over the the last, especially the last decade, it's just kind of slowly bled dry. Gotcha. And I think a big part of that was back in twenty eighteen, right? As they canceled Creation West, one of the founders, a pastor, got sentenced to eighteen years in prison for oh. for some not great stuff. Yikes! Uh, and, yeah. Alrighty. So I think that was that was a big. Uh, heavy moment that hit when that that'll uh, kill your ministry yeah and so that probably had a big impact i think on the future of the festival like all the other people running it but uh, it's kind of time for it to end and i guess they're trying to figure out what to what yeah i guess so
0: future well rest in peace creation fest
1: (laughs) yeah it's a good run 44 years 44 years and i yeah I, i got to go a few times that was when i was in youth group 2010 2011 yeah and uh th- that was my first time going to a concert outside of a couple of the smaller bc ones i had seen manifest and like starfield uh <laughs> and that was basically it This was my Did first time all? getting c metal <laughs> and uh it, yeah it was it was crazy meaningful for me then Yeah, and then uh, going as an adult, grabbed a friend, and the two of us drove down in 2017, Mm -hmm. and we got to camp like right behind the fringe stage. And there you go. uh, It was like I I had almost no walking to do. I was like right there. That's great. (laughs) You just listen to
0: them from your tent
1: yeah no it was it, we would hear them doing like sound checks and stuff and oh, I'd be go. like oh i know who's playing next <laughs> that's cool yeah it, it <laughs> Who was is this? Fun this sounds awful
0: <laughs> <laughs> with creation fest gone maybe we should go to whackin metal fest
1: right yeah this is a really cool story how do you like that segue that <laughs> was i was well done man i liked it it was a smooth transition um so, yeah, Wacken Metal Festival, Open Air Festival, big, giant, probably the biggest metal festival. Probably in the,
0: world. the biggest. E- yeah. Easily top three. Yeah. And it's I think in it, Germany, it's held right? in Germany. Yeah. I believe yeah. so.
1: Yeah. And so, I guess over the last number of years, they've been doing, holding these Battle of the Bands events across the world, like in 40 different countries. And there's 30 of them that the winner of that competition gets to go play. Uh, like kind of a side stage continuation battle of the bands but all of those countries bands compete uh, at the festival and in the philippines where there's kind of been a small like underground uh, surgence of christian metal and hardcore over the last number of years i found some really cool bands from there and redeemed by the blood which i would equate to being like the Christian Filipino August Burns Red. <laughs> like, yeah, that's they're true. like just straight up metalcore. It just core. sounds
0: like 2010's metalcore. Very yeah, ABR, yeah. Phineas, Darkness Divided.
1: Absolutely. And so they won the Philippines uh, Battle of the Bands this year, and they get a ticket to go play at the main festival, which I think is a really cool that's, opportunity. That's so
0: sick. <laughs> for like a
1: small Christian band to get to go do oh, that. Oh, sure. And also, not to take away their thunder, but like Runner Up was another small Christian hardcore band, Sherble, that I've actually had on my old podcast years and years ago, um, just kind of talk about their song. And I think they're pretty great too. But just to have two Christian bands kind of be at the top of that whole country's metal battle of
0: the bands thing is, I think, a cool story. Really cool. Excited to see that uh really cool to see that (laughs) yeah don't for for those that think uh christian metal and hardcore is dead it's certainly not i mean it really isn't yeah i mean
1: especially in other countries i feel like other countries there's places that are Mm -hmm. it's alive and thriving
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. It, it is for sure uh with that let's move into new music uh what has come out recently chris earth groans
1: tongue tied we we got to talk with jeremy on the last episode of the podcast so if you haven't listened to that go back and listen to that check out the new ep it's pretty sick and also context with their new uh ep in dwelling has uh just come out and do you want to give a sneak peek
0: yeah we can we can we can talk about it we just talked to them earlier this week uh, which would have been last week at the point you're listening to this. Yeah. And um, and it should be coming out next week after yeah. you listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to provide some context for y'all. But, uh, <laughs> Dude, I, I want to say how proud I am of both of us for not making a single pun about their band name in that episode.
1: We did not.
0: We didn't because did s- right. I promised myself I wasn't going to, and I was really <laughs> proud of you for not. So good job, Chris. <laughs> I actually totally blanked on that one.
1: I'm like messing around with Earth Groans and calling it an LP.
0: Yeah. Uh...
1: <laughs> Chris has to think of his jokes the week before each interview. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, that's good, and one that you were absolutely hyped for. August Burns Red Death Below. Yes. Is there any full length. Great I was pretty album. hyped too, but mm-hmm. less hyped for other
0: reasons. <laughs> what are the other reasons? We don't have to get into those. All right. <laughs> the artwork. Oh, oh gotcha. All right. Well, you've used AI too, so <laughs> I know. It's that's not the issue. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you saw uh, are you a part of the August Burns Red group on Facebook? No, I don't think so. Someone was like, maybe it was in that group. I forget what group. It was in maybe it was just on one of my friends like commented post. Someone was talking about how bad it looked and I can't believe they used AI. And then I saw someone say they didn't use AI. There was like actually an artist who did it. And the guy was like, no, they literally said they did AI. And then the guy like posted a screenshot of like the physical record where it has all the thanks to and it said yeah. like artist next to his name and the guy was like I bet you feel pretty stupid now. <laughs> <laughs> not knowing that like the artist used AI. It yeah, was just yeah. really <laughs> funny seeing people just <laughs> completely insult each other uh, over like whether it's AI or not, but it and- is.
1: There's so many comment sections I look at now and I'm, I just instantly regret it. After. I know
0: for real. Um, but let's oh. get into the music. I will say that the, my first listen, I was just extremely hyped to listen to it. So I enjoyed every single aspect of it and blindly loved everything about the record. Cause <laughs> it was new August Burns red favorite yeah. metalcore band of all time. And they can do no wrong in my eyes. Um, I, I'm, Even with our, words. I know <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm pleased to say that I can now, at this point in my metal and music journey, admit when some of my favorite bands may not may miss the mark. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying ABR missed the mark, but what I am saying is when I went back and listened to it a second, third, fourth time, it did take some more getting used to. I there were some things maybe that I would change. I've now listened to it five, six-ish, seven maybe times. Oh, my goodness. And I have listened... (laughs) I got an advanced copy, so I've listened to it quite a bit. (laughs) I was
1: like, how have you had that much time since then?
0: (laughs) But I think the album is really good. I wrote... If you're listening to this and you haven't seen it the past week, or this week, I guess, I wrote a little article. I don't know if that's the right word. I wrote a post on Kingdom Core about it, and... I I kind of put my my heart and soul into it, basically just I went back and I listened to it and wrote exactly what I was feeling immediately after, after mm-hmm. The Reckoning ended, the final track on the song. And so if you're really curious my thoughts on it and my honest, positive thoughts about it, go back about a week or two on Kingdom Core. You should be able to find it just maybe f- 10, 15 posts back, and you could go read what I thought of it there. But it is a great record. I think ABR is one of the best at what they do. Uh, and yeah, that, that's how I feel about the record. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, it was...
1: I think ever since Phantom Anthem came out, that was like the first time that I was disappointed in an album. And that was more, <sighs> more so at launch. Not okay, sorry, disappointed in an August Burns Red album. Not <laughs> but it. um I think that album grew on me a little bit, but it is still probably one of my least favorite August Brands Red albums. So I think every ever since then I've kind of gone into each one with lower expectations. So going into Guardians, I kinda had lower expectations uh because of that. And I was actually Guardians hugely says. surprised when Guardians came out Guardians and it was, was so good. It was kind of like right into lockdown and I was like laid off Mm -hmm. work and I I remember going for a walk and I listened to that for the first time with my headphones and it was so good. I was was just enjoying life in that moment. That album hasn't, like I haven't listened to it too, too much over the last little while. I've been looking forward to going back, but leading into Death Below, same thing. I kind of had lower expectations and I could see, I think just my personal like love for artwork and the way it is it just didn't vibe with me and so it would it, it just kind of dampened my excitement for it i see and i think that's kind of bled into me listening it for the first time it it didn't click with me a whole lot i i did enjoy it i like the experimentation of very experimental what they're doing yeah there's, and it's there's...
0: almost subtly experimental i feel like yep. this record i wrote That it's one of their most ambitious records, but it's almost deceivingly ambitious because I feel like it's really easy to listen to. Because like my second and third time I listened to it, I felt like there was maybe no substance. But then when I continued listening to it, Mm -hmm. I realized there's so much substance that it's hard to notice. If does that make sense? I think so. I think it's the second track. The second full track. Yeah.
1: It, that's the one that kind of has the more almost like black metal blast yeah. beats kind of going that's on. That's
0: cool. That stuff I was like, Whoa, I like okay, that. That's mm-hmm. legit. Mm-hmm. I think a upon- ancestry has like some mellow death moments. Yeah, and I
1: like the the clean vocals from Jesse Leach. Jesse Leach. Oh yeah, Leech. dude, that chorus um, has
0: been stuck in my head for like a <laughs> month. <laughs> yeah. So like. There's moments
1: in it that really stand out. I think overall, one of my favorite tracks after two listens now is Revival, which is, oh, I would say it's one I of their more, song. like, traditional songs. Like, it yep. sounds like like a Rescue and Restored era, I would almost mm-hmm. say. I feel like the whole album does. Ch- chuggy, like, breakdowns, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, the second time through just today, I, I enjoyed it a lot more than I did the first listen. Uh, I think this is one of those ones that's going to have to grow on me. Like it started with kind of disappointment, but it gets Mm -hmm. better as I listen. Um, And yeah, which is kind of weird because for a long time, for many years from 2010, when I first delved deep into metal till at least when Phantom Anthem came out, like 2017, I was like August Burns Red is like the best metal band. Oh yeah. that, That was, that was my position. I think maybe just in the last few years as my, tastes have grown a little bit. Mm-hmm. I've kind of moved a little bit away from them, but uh, I'm I'm glad to see they're experimenting because as many years as they've been at it, you can only do chuggy metalcore breakdown for like style for so long. I know, I agree. And so, so I, I do appreciate that stuff from mm-hmm. them. Like, I think exchanging. it was
0: cool real quick before we um, delve away from this topic. I think it's cool that they added four different guest guests guests on the album they have yeah a guest that's, guitarist that's pretty new and three yeah because other than that i can only think of three songs in the entirety of abr's discography where they had guests so it's, i think it's, it's cool. weird something
1: that they've kind of shied away from but maybe yeah. it's because they've had both jake and dustin doing mm-hmm, vocals like mm-hmm. they kind of complement each other they, they sound like really you mm-hmm. and they they haven't really needed to have different voices in there, but
0: it's cool that they're adding a little bit more into there now. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So with that, we can move into the next full length record that is out. We've got Omni part one by project 86. This is a really interesting one for me and one that I'm a little ashamed (laughs) to tell the kingdom core community (laughs) about. Um, So I'm not going to say that I'm not a project 86 fan, I'm gonna say that You're, I've. You n- were almost born win. this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I really have never listened to Project 86 like almost ever. I've actually seen them live. I saw them live like five or six years ago, and oh, wow. their set was their set was fine. Um, mm-hmm. wasn't bad. But it didn't blow my mind, but head banged along, put my fist up it was cool um (laughs) they asked us to put our fist up Uh, i know most uh, most rock bands exactly (laughs) (laughs) and so i don't know when i was getting into the scene like 10 years ago now and they were kind of always when when like i could only do the hard rock stuff like red and like demon hunter at the heaviest project 86 was always kind of a little too heavy for me And at least, like, what I would hear. So then when I started getting into, like, where I needed the heaviest stuff, Project 86 was too soft for me at that point. Yeah. (laughs) And so they never hit that sweet spot for me when I was going between hard rock and metalcore and hardcore, deathcore, black metal, and so now that I just pretty much listen to anything that has distorted distorted guitars, like I want to go back into their discography and listen to it all the way through because I know a lot of people really love this band. So mm-hmm. with that, after a very long-winded explanation of my lack of relationship with this band, I thought Omni, as a first impression, first time ever li- listening through a full length, I thought it was a great record. I was really surprised at how heavy it was, how dark it felt. Uh, It had a lot of Norma Jean-type moments, like newer Norma Jean. And I know they did have a song with Corey, but other than that... Well, I was unaware
1: going into it, but apparently it was like the guitarist and drummer and or other musicians Mm -hmm. from like modern Norma Jean that actually did all like the mu- music for this album. oh was it was it like grayson and all those guys i'm not sure which like which ones it is okay. i've just seen it online and really cool about it. it's like it's dorma jean but with andrew schwab doing vocals. oh i love that <laughs> so that's why it felt very <laughs> that's really cool okay this record is different from anything that project
0: 86 what has what in I've the heard. past. It's, and it's it's more the it's a concept record right two part like are they at the end of their career I heard this is like their last could you explain that
1: kind of been a lot of radio silence as they went into this like Kickstarter uh, Mm -hmm. like crowdfunding campaign for this album but because they reached a certain level of donations it's they were like this is going to be it for project 86 this is going to be our final stuff okay but they reached enough uh, money to do a it's a double album so there's part one and part two Okay. And there's going to be uh, supposedly another EP. I forget what the title was, but it's like a heavy EP. Like it's like the heaviest stuff they've ever done. Okay.
0: So are they doing um, album, EP, then album, or album, album, then finally? Because I feel like an EP is not a way to go out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not entirely sure on I mean, the. How heavy it is.
1: <laughs> I'm not sure what the schedule is supposed to look like, but um, they talked that they're already. Getting ready to record part two, I think, oh, like cool. this summer okay. or something
0: like that. I was texting Chris as soon as I listened to it because he knew he knew uh, that I don't really listen to them, and I told him that I after the first I listen, out. it's I'm like, a what? Yeah. <laughs> uh, when I listened to it the first time, I sent Chris a message and I said, "I really think this could be like a sleeper album of the year." Um, hmm. I'm not saying that I think it's album of the year. I think it's definitely good enough to where it can really rise on that list if i give it enough listens if i look into the lyrics i think with all the thought and care that went into the record you can really hear that um very just just really greatly well written i think Mm -hmm. altogether. so if you haven't listened to the new project 86 or if you're in the same situation that i was with the band i would definitely go give this new record omni part one a listen also go and
1: I know that you will like some of their older stuff too. So Yeah, probably. Definitely go and check it out. <laughs> but I don't know if you've seen, have you seen any of the, the music videos that they produced for this one? I have not, one? no. They are some of the coolest music videos I have seen in a okay. long time. That's like, cool. The amount of money I'm sure that they sunk into the visuals for these music videos yeah. <laughs> is probably a big chunk of the budget right. because they are <laughs> so well done. Oh, that's cool. I look forward to watching those later. Uh, and then we have another friend of Kingdom Core is The Undertaking with their new EP, Superstitions. How did you find that one, Sean?
0: How did I find it? Yeah. <laughs> how did you... On Apple that. Music? <laughs> <laughs> I think you meant to ask, oh how goodness. did this EP find me? <laughs> <laughs> was it superstitious? Yeah, it was. Oh. Uh, no, it's, it's a cool EP. It's more of the... Well, I don't want to say more of the same from the undertaking cuz that sounds like they're not evolving, but it's it's more of yeah, I'll say more of the I, same without I think without, it's more refined. Like it's yes. not
1: as chaotic and crazy. It's not as, as chaotic as, as crazy. It
0: feels more structured uh definitely uh, I think yeah, I think it's they have a lot more of the like southern influence rather mm-hmm. than to replace some of the chaos So it has more of like a rock and roll feel than like a really wild, heavy, hard, chaotic rock. And I think that's really cool. Uh, It's got Austin doing, I think, more cleans than normal or than we're on funeral Mm. psalms. And so, again, I've only listened to the EP once. It's been out a few days at this point now. But The Undertaken is a great band. Very, very underrated in our scene. If you haven't listened to their first full-length funeral psalms, which was on Solid State Records last year in 20, what was that, 2021? Gosh, that was two years ago. Sheesh. Yeah, sometime. Oh my sometime gosh. around two years ago. Well, yeah. we had Austin Visser, the vocalist, on last year, uh, and mm-hmm. uh, I think that was like around episode 12-ish or something like that. But really great guy. He's a pastor at a church. I believe there's like a worship leader in the band as well. Uh, so what you're getting from them is a lot of stuff inspired by different like movies. I know he has an affinity for like the horror genre, so he likes to pull different themes and stuff out of there, but being a believer, you will find Christian themes throughout, or at least like a Christian perspective. They put on a very
1: fun show. I got to see them live in Seattle at the end of last year. And yeah, it was, it was super awesome to meet them. And Austin, among some of the other guys that were playing in the other bands, just the whole night, like kept coming up to me saying thank you for being there. They were mind blown that I came from Canada (laughs) to Seattle, even though it was like a five hour trip. Well, it was like an eight hour trip total, but like it it was just funny how uh, grateful they were and how mind blown
0: they were. (laughs) Uh, I'll never forget that. I love that. Great. So with that, I've got a couple more albums to talk about real quick and then we could just go through the singles and mm-hmm. call it a day. Yeah. Uh, so it wouldn't be the Kingdom Core podcast without bringing you guys some new black metal that Chris hasn't heard yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be
1: our running theme every it will be. one of these news.
0: <laughs> it, it will be. So I've got the band Fathomage. That's F A T H O M A G. Um, I mean, we're actually going to have a list of all the bands we talked about in the bio of this episode this time because last time... Yeah, sorry, I never got back to doing that. Yeah, sorry. So (laughs) (laughs) Last time, everyone's like, can you please make a list so I can look up the bands you talked about? I just
1: wanted to encourage people to really pay attention. You should know they don't.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> nobody had, nobody ever goes and listens to... <laughs> I, I get messages all the time f- from you guys. And I love you all for it, by the way. Uh, but I get plenty of mess. Everyone wants me to have a playlist because they can't keep up. I can't keep up with the You can't even keep up
1: with your own playlist.
0: Exactly. I can't keep up with a playlist. And so if uh, you guys feel it. bad for not keeping up with my posts, it's fine. I like to tell people every week or two, if you feel like you've missed posts from me, just... Just scro- I don't post that all. I post once, maybe twice a day, like seven days yeah. a week. So it won't be that hard to just like scroll through a couple days or a couple weeks and see what you may have missed on the page. And but then I feel that, like there's some crazy days where you'll decide to post like five posts. Yeah, well those, well. those happen to be the days that I got nothing going on. And yeah. I like, might as well, <laughs> better late than never. <laughs> Meanwhile, here's me with like two posts a week for the yeah, last couple of weeks. I know. Well, you're I busy editing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so Fathomage, uh, very cool one-man black metal band. Uh, he's got his new album out called Autumn's Dawn, Winter's Darkness. And um, again, I'm really bad at describing black metal as I am so new to the genre and I like a lot of what I hear, but a lot of it sounds the same. I just really love how it sounds. And so I would say
1: it, it sounds better than the traditional... Garage recording through tin can black yes. metal. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> uh, it definitely.
0: The, the, the production is really good. uh It's just really. It's very folky, atmospheric. It's got. Uh, and now, Chris, don't make fun of me when I say this. This is a real genre in the black metal community. It's got some dungeon synth throughout. Uh, okay,
1: I, I've heard that one. I'll, yeah, I'll get and
0: so it. so if you're laughing right now, it's basically sounds like Lord of the Rings metal. Basically, that's the best way. That sounds amazing to me, actually. (laughs) And so uh, it's a really cool album. I haven't really gotten to uh, dive into it too much. I've listened to it once. It's like well over an hour, I believe. So it's definitely an investment. Uh, I can't wait to dig into it more and listen to the lyrics more. But Fathomage is great. Uh, With that, I also found another Christian black metal band who released an album, their debut album, the name of the band is blatant unashamed that's blatant slash unashamed that's the name of the band and they have their new album lamenta so make Mm -hmm. sure to check both of those out if you want to check out some new unblack metal from our scene and then chris what other singles do we have coming
1: yeah we have uh some singles from Relent, their their first single soldier from their upcoming World War Me EP that comes out is that actually coming out on the seventh? That comes of, out on the seventh, so that'll be coming may, out yeah. the week that this podcast comes out. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome to have a new EP from Relent. I'm super stoked about yeah. that. Yeah. Relent is and, cool.
0: <laughs> yeah. I Rel- may not be huge into like the whole modern Christian hard rock scene, but Relent is just like they're new metal, so they can be like their lyrics can be stupid and corny, and it's mm. totally okay because it's new metal, you know. But I think they kind of continued on from like what
1: Love and Death was doing, they like really did, after yeah. their they ended in 2013. First, them took forever to get their next <laughs> album out. Relent kind of came along and and kind of was doing a similar thing, yeah. but
0: different. It, 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 I like to think Relent sounds a lot like POD gone metalcore. Yeah, yeah. I can see and that. So Relent is cool it's a, it's a fun band They don't take themselves too seriously But they take the gospel seriously Which mm-hmm. is cool above all So that'll be a fun EP Excited for that And another new album coming out On April 28th We've got Skeleton Psalms by Disciple They just yeah. dropped a new single Today Which Chris also hasn't listened to yeah, called. <laughs> <laughs> I say that because on our last news episode, yeah, he also yeah, had it heard the new Disciples single, <laughs> <laughs> which I have since heard that one. Oh, you, what what did you think of it?
1: I was. It was pretty good. It was kind of. It's hard to remember it from my one listen through, like now what almost a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> but it's oh just like God. it was. It was one of those pretty decent, like power ballad kind of tracks, right? right. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was. It was. It was disciple. It was good disciple, but it kind of more mellow, right? Whereas well, this one, luckily
0: for you, this new song is called "Bad Words," oh, and Sean, <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> <I> <laughs> You'll have, have to, to forgive afraid. me, guys. No, the new single is it's heavy. It's it's got like everything that disciple fans love about disciple. It's got tons of screams. It's got a breakdown. It has the double bass. Uh, It says Jesus in the lyrics. It says Jesus. It says Christ. Not together. So it says Jesus at one point, and it says Christ later, which is Ah, cool. Um, cool. First and last name. (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a a cool song. I've been really excited by these new three Disciple singles. I think the new record is going to be a breath of fresh air for a lot of Disciple fans. I wasn't the biggest fan of Love Letter Kill Shot. It just wasn't for mm-hmm. me yeah, uh, I, I i know a lot of people aren't huge on like new disciple in like almost the entire 2010s i think they were great in the 2010s yep. to be completely honest that's my favorite era of the band is from like horses horseshoes, horses horse, <laughs> horses horse <laughs> shoes and hand grenades all the way up until like attack yeah long live the, the rebels are is mean? really good too Scars Remain is great, but I'm saying like the era of like yeah. because the band members from Scars Remain weren't on that. Yeah, yeah so yeah. like that's what Kevin likes to do, to to describe the band Cause as. Because they're in like, like what Disciple 3.0 right now. I think they're in 3.0, so yeah. that's like <laughs> well, Attack I guess was their first Disciple 3.0 so i guess i'm like even attack
1: uh jason wilkes was his name like he left after that and he did he he had a big part to play like in the sound of that that's true he did with his voice but since then it's been solid and consistent
0: i would say Mm -hmm. overall so i am excited for that so be on the lookout april 28th skeleton psalms by disciple uh, with seven. that, we've just got three quick housekeeping items. to talk. Uh, they're not housekeeping items. They're <laughs> singles. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> you just want to make this sound like a completely legit podcast. We I, I really do, guys. Housekeeping to do. I, I have really bad imposter syndrome, guys. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I think we're a legit podcasts. Thank you. You have to say that you edit it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I try to make it a legit podcast. How about I'll kick it off with the one thing that I have more to say on, just because I okay. had to listen to it recently. I listened to it just before we came on to record this. and Enduring Reverie is a new uh, up-and-coming band. They yes. have two singles out. One mm-hmm. just came out this last week. And, uh, yeah, Force the Hand and Pale Flowers. I was pretty blown away when I was listening to this just before mm-hmm. this. I'm mm-hmm. super stoked to hear
0: what's what the rest of this is gonna be. Tell 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 them what it sounds like.
1: Oh, you know this is my worst thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh ooh, who do they say? Like, well, I would say it's it's like a I don't know, it's kind of like a, a more experimental, like post hardcore kind of Interesting, th- okay. With like But it's a bit more mellow.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: But I would liken it to not purely in sound, but style-wise, I would kind of say it has a similar experimental feel, almost something like Atlas, But they don't sound like Atlas in the same way, if that makes sense.
0: Okay, I see. Who who do they sound like to you? (laughs) So, I honestly can't think of, like, Bant. It's very grungy. Okay. Very yes, yeah. sludge metal-ish as well. Uh, I almost hear a lot of like audio slave, like mm. Chris Cornell type of stuff. Okay. Um go. I'm so going so much better at this than I am. <laughs> <laughs> it is a one man project by a man uh, by the name of Heath Gibson. Really, really cool dude. Loves the Lord. I've talked with him uh, quite a bit about this project, which is why I'm so excited for it. So I asked him his influences for the project, and he said, well, I'm a 90s kid, so for a lot of the secular music from then, bands like Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, Tool, Nine Inch Nails, Faith No More, Primus, Cave In, Zayo, Me Without You, Norma Jean, O Sleeper, and Mastodon. I could go on, but I think that kind of sums up a good portion. And I know that sounds like a lot, and it is a very, very wide range of of influences, but all of those I feel like you can hear in it, which yep. is how you got like the heavy post-hardcore vibe, because there's definitely the me-without-you um, mm. influence in there. And I can definitely hear the grunge
1: kind of tone. Very grungy.
0: Yeah. Um, It's almost like an atmospheric grunge, which I've almost never heard before. It's real, and it's got some industrial stuff. It's just really, really unique. I'm thrilled for the new album coming out. I'm really sorry. I forget when it comes out. So be on the lookout for Enduring Reverie. We will post their band name in the bio of this podcast or description. But make sure to uh, go follow his page on Instagram. It's just Enduring Reverie. That's the uh, band profile on Instagram. Really, really cool stuff. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's got a full-length coming, and it's unlike anything I've ever heard in the Christian scene. really is. Yeah, I'm really excited for this one. So with that, we've got two quick singles to run through. Uh, If you guys like Cliffside... And Circa Survive, you will love the band Dear Child. Um, Number one, because it sounds like Circa Survive. And number two, it is the side project of Joel from the band Cliffside, who does the guitars and the clean vocals for that band. So he's got a side project called Dear Child, and he has a new song out called Abuse, which it's like a very fast-paced, rocky post-hardcore song um really sounds like seos like mid-2000s Seosin Mm -hmm. and circus survive thrice uh really really cool stuff for real go listen to abuse by dear child really cool stuff and yeah we've got one more single
1: man of god the world grows cold the newest single from impending doom's brook reeve's side project if you haven't heard man of god it's Trap metal, which is kind of a a newer, up and coming, like kind of growing in popularity genre. It
0: really is. I mean, I couldn't name a single trap metal artist, but like <laughs> from what I hear, it's like popular with the kids.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: and there, there's a couple Christian artists out there now, um, mm-hmm. but I think Man
1: of God just stands on the top as far as popularity goes for obvious reasons. But
0: mm-hmm. uh, this is what is like seventh or so it's sixth like or seventh. Eighth. Single, yeah, right. The single. He's almost got enough for a full for a full album. This one was interesting. It it was different than his other ones. It sounded a lot like Corn in the beginning. Yeah, had kind of those uh, Jonathan, what's his name? Jonathan, Jonathan Davis. Davis. Yeah, Jonathan Davis vocals. So um, none of the like the, the the scatting that he does. But
1: <laughs> I'm a scat
0: man. No, that's not no. <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. Chris also hasn't not- listened to corn. <laughs> uh, I'd do my best impression of Freak on a Leash, but you guys don't want to hear that. Are you ready? Do you that's, know, what I'm, do you know what I'm talking town, right. about? Do you know what I'm talking about? Have oh, you heard I Freak on a Leash? You've never heard Freak on I, a no, Leash? No, I've, I've
1: probably heard it period, like briefly at one okay. point in the past. I don't okay. remember it. Okay, okay. <laughs> And listen to
0: The World Grows Cold by Man of God.
1: Is, uh, is recommended Freak on a Leash. Is this an official Kingdom
0: Core voucher for everybody to go listen to? (laughs) Sure. Their guitarist is now a Christian. (laughs) Actually, like, half the band is Christian, right? (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. Well, with that, thank you so much, guys, for listening. I'm sorry this episode was so long. Um... we it's gonna, hope you have fun gonna listening get to it. I have a lot of editing to do. Okay, awesome. Because right now we're sitting at about like fifty-five minutes, minutes. Fifty-two minutes. Yeah. Fifty-two minutes. So um, hopefully Chris can cut this down to about forty for y'all. But no, thirty-five. Thirty-five. Okay, sweet. That's my uh, goal. That's your goal. <laughs> we'll see how close I get. All right. <laughs> you know, Chris, when 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 doing projects, have you ever heard of smart goals? You got to set realistic expectations for yourself. <laughs>
1: Are you saying the realistic
0: one would be 40? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But for real, um, we had a really overwhelming response to our first news episode. I was yes, really shocked to see, especially first day downloads were insane. Like you guys beat out, and part of it might be because there's no YouTube version, so everyone's just going to the streaming platform. Oh, yeah, that's true. But even still... This beat out a lot of our interviews for first week, for first day, uh, for even first month. So really, just thank you guys for responding so well. Uh, that's the mm-hmm. reason we're continuing to do these because honestly, we wouldn't do the, we wouldn't put all this time and effort if you guys didn't listen to this. So yes, thank, thank you, you so much
1: to, for listening to this. Yes. Chris. So that means that at some point we're going to have to do a YouTube only podcast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Come over and subscribe to For The Rock, uh, no, I'm just kidding.
0: Way to are doing about well. yourself, Thank- Chris. <laughs> 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 why don't, why don't oh, you plug man. in refiner while you're at it?
1: <laughs> yes, go listen to my project refiner. <laughs> New music is coming soon. Stay oh, man.
0: That. I promise I didn't plan that plug.
1: <laughs> I appreciate it, though. Awesome. Um, but yes, thank you all so much for listening, and we really hope that you enjoy this episode. And stay on the lookout. Hopefully, we're going to have like three weeks in a row of of the Kingdom Core podcast potentially. Potentially, because uh, we got co- the context episode coming out. Yeah, we had the Earth episode.
0: Groans last week. Yeah, then this one's yeah. coming out.
1: This like Earth Groans came out on Monday. This will come. out This on is going to come out on Monday, in and context, then context probably context will week. probably be the next Monday, and then.
0: We'll do one right after yeah. you get back. And that's then totally we probably wrong. won't have an episode for a month. That's how <laughs> we do it here. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh,
1: yeah, stay on the lookout for that. And we hope you guys enjoyed this one. Peace. Peace. I want to give a special shout out to all of our core givers on Patreon. Fabian Richter, our newest member. Uh, Daniel Harding. Steve Mikulowski, Anthony Kuchma. Frankie Blocker. Aaron Peter, and our true fan supporters, the Dead Petal Coffee Company. Thank you all for your continued support of the podcast. It is so awesome to have you guys along for this journey. If you are interested in joining our Patreon, head over to patreon.com slash Podcast and check out what we have to offer. We are going to be completely revamping everything uh, in the near future here. Until then... Thank you for watching, God bless, and we will see you all soon for another episode.